You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Welcome to the Pixels and Ink Podcast, episode 266, brought to you by CG Magazine. I'm your host, Lisa Mior, and joining us today, uh, we got a small house today. We've, we've just got the Brendans. It's Brendan Fry. Hello. <laughs> and Brendan Quinn. Hello. So, guys, how was your week? Good week? It's been okay week, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Been dealing with a sick, cycloptic cat, um, but other than that, I've it's been been steady your, your cat is okay though saved its eyes he's getting everything? better okay uh, he hates the the eye drops he's a bit of a jerk doesn't and all cat cats are jerks well and it costs a lot to take him to the vet because he has to be double sedated because he's such a little monster um that they yeah like he even growls when he's knocked out so, <laughs> uh, my mom's complaining because it's costing her a lot of money to fix it is it expensive to fix a cat well, the sedation is like the part that costs the most amount of money because they have to pay a certain amount for each dose. I suppose. Wow. Okay. So, hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Oh, poor cat. Yeah. And that poor cat. you. That's that cat. He's getting there though. He's getting there. He looks better. Good. Good. Good to hear that. So, uh, moving on, <laughs> we get to some great news that came out of the Nintendo Direct uh, announcement this week. So yeah. That's some cool stuff uh, that's coming out. Well, yeah. Doom and Wolfenstein are mm-hmm. coming you know, out for the Switch. I think that's awesome. I think it's cool, too. And I've been looking at some of the screen comparisons yeah. between the uh, PS4 version and the Switch version. And, I mean, slightly different. But yeah. for the most part... I mean, like, like different? How different? Like A little, little, less, little less, less, less textury. Yeah, less, but less, I less mean, crisp. like, very minuscule yeah. differences. Mm-hmm. And but considering it's on a mobile yeah. device, yeah, exactly. it's, it's absolutely flooring me. You then, can, well, you can't expect, like, 100%. Oh, exactly meant, like, the same kind of resolution. I meant for the, a uh, the opposite way. Like I'm, I'm blown away yeah. by how good it looks on on a mobile device. Yeah, like, it's amazing. The Switch, I, I know, is underpowered, but n- developers are doing a really good things with mm-hmm. that tech. Well, I mean, it's the same tech that's in like the Nvidia Shield, and developers know how to program for ARM now, so yeah. they know how to utilize that tech to its fullest, even if it isn't quite on paper as powerful. Well, as... I mean, look what Naughty Dog squeezed oh, yeah. out of the PS3. Like, oh yeah, that was. The stuff they had for the end of that 10-year cycle was incredible. And the thing is, the PS3 is about... That thing was archaic by the time it was over. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 500 meg RAM. Yeah. (laughs) And they had The Last of Us running, you know, fairly decently. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. So, and uh, yeah, Wolfenstein uh, as well coming out for the Switch, Mm -hmm. which will be pretty cool. I, I would... I don't know if that would be my platform of choice to play it on because I prefer the PS4 or the Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. Oh, same with yeah, me. Yeah, but, but I mean the Pro controller on the uh, Switch is actually pretty okay. It's fine. Yeah, if if and if, uh, for a mobile system too, it's probably yeah. like, definitely the best. The fact that it is a very comfortable controller. Mm-hmm. Um, but and of course, too, which I didn't realize until right this second, I forgot that Doom came out for Super Nintendo. Yes. Uh, back. Back in the way back, so that's. It also came out for the Jaguar. If you want to be fair. Oh, really? It now, did. did it, but did for it come out for all those kids that had the Jaguar? On have the a Jaguar CD. Did it come out for that one? Oh, I think he's grabbing oh. the Jaguar version right now. Oh no! Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> wow, look at that. We're gonna have to put. Oh a, yes. We're gonna have to put a shot of that up for oh, yeah, we're our gonna, listeners because we'll, you guys out. can't see right now, but we have the the box. <laughs> wow, that's cool. I didn't know any. Ja- on Jaguar is pretty. I didn't know anybody that had a Jaguar. No one did. It wasn't a very good system. No, because it kept 
kept falling apart. This, the Jaguar CD didn't last very long. It was also a CD. <laughs> Out of the box, I mean. It was a system that they kind of underfunded, so it was mm. never as good as it could have been. But whatever. It was a thing. Yeah. It existed. And, uh, yeah, there's, so um, was there any other news about other Nintendo titles? I know there was a big uh, hullabaloo about uh, some Mario Odyssey stuff. There oh, yeah, they Mario naked or Mario without a shirt on, and everyone was just... And Mario nipples? Is that was the... Everyone was uh, just like, wow, look at that guy. Look at that plumber. What a body. Aren't they... Um, I can't remember where I read this, but something they're kind of... Um, retconning he's not a plumber anymore he's not a plumber no. anymore yeah I heard so that. what is like, he now they... he's a man of many talents i see huh well there goes the classic john leguizamo and Bob i know hoskins yep the iconic roles the yeah basically the definitive you know mario that we got on screen still an to be fair, the movie, only yeah. mario no there's the also the, there was also that uh the super show or whatever it was oh yes oh. that was that was a thing. Did you guys see, uh, I can't think it came out a week or two ago, 200 animators took an episode of the old Mario cartoon. No. And everybody, they it shifted animation styles every two or three seconds. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, it was phenomenal. Uh, it, like, I'm trying to think of names right now, but they obviously escaped me. But it was really, really, really cool. So um, guys from like Rick and Morty and oh wow, so like you yeah, watched Steven Universe. It was the same episode, just they just it's the exact same episode redone in oh, 200 different animations. That styles. is super cool. That's yeah. crazy. So really, that show does live on, despite yeah. you know perhaps not being the highest quality program. It was really bad, like really bad. It was no Captain N. That's for no, sure. that was <laughs> the pinnacle of TV. To be fair. Oh, and uh, Dragon's Crown uh, yeah. coming out for PS4. Allegedly, yep. I don't think it's been confirmed. Well, it's, it was it it was on a ad that was taken out by Sega in Japan, but it hasn't been announced yet. Mm-hmm. It's one one of those banner ad like marketing team went ahead of the like PR team. Yeah, and it's like, apparently they're going to be um, dropping some new games, or Atlas is going to be dropping some new games. In the new Fimitsu issue, so they'd think this is just hit before that happened. Oh, okay. So not a huge, crazy leak. Then, no, it's just like a few days type thing. Because Fimitsu is every two weeks like that. It's way too often. But yeah, looking at uh, some of the screens, I did play the game. Um, the original release, I guess, for yeah. PS3. It's PS3. Uh, PS3 and Vita. Yeah. Uh, just so it was a th- It was a thing. <laughs> fan service anime, big... Oh yeah, big 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 boobs going on there. Uh, pretty obscene but, but art style. Overly big. It was, everything yeah. was overly exaggerated. Well, we were looking at a screenshot of the nun earlier today, yeah. laying on her back with her legs spread. You yes. know, I think that was the paladin. But yes, uh, Jesus weeps. It was. A, it's a thing. It is a. It's a game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've got nothing on that one. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. That's that. That's just um going to be a really interesting thing to see so uh moving right along so aside from nintendo uh apple had a really huge conference oh yeah so, big announcements yeah, well about- you know the massive announcement of the apple tv 4k <sighs> which nobody saw coming i mean no unbelievable it, no, yeah that they just you know all out these of the years blue. they're still innovating out of the blue and they announced a new phone well let's, okay let's go over the announcements yeah the, the, the from smallest to biggest apple um wait hold on should we do this like the actual uh like um conference and every time you make an announcement we'll, me and quinn will clap no because that'd be yeah. really annoying we'll just clap the whole time it'd be the most annoying thing ever i'm sure our listeners would really appreciate that all the clapping That's okay what i find is missing for most podcasts yes is, i agree is, is clapping too little clapping okay so <laughs> first and foremost or first thing not foremost uh, we had the 
out new Apple Watch, mm-hmm. the Apple Watch Series Three. Uh, it'll be almost the same thickness as Series Two. <laughs> so did they just shave a little tiny bit off and basically? It's a little bit thicker, but it has an LTE modem now. Oh, oh, it's okay. thicker. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, it, it, but the concept is it's more powerful, has an LTE modem now. So basically, it's a phone. Yeah, and the same. It's like it's on like a yeah a cellular. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's in Canada. It's Telus and Bell. Ooh. In the states, what? it's oh. AT and T. And Verizon, I want to say, okay. like they had a li- like they had a little uh, chart that showed where it was in every uh, thing. I only looked at the states in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was also on um, Vodafone and O2 in Europe. You know, whatever, all over the place. Uh, so beyond that, it's a more powerful processor, a little bit more sp- like th- it can get more data. So it, it determines your sleep schedules, things like that. It gets a bit more of your heart rate. It's okay. it's a little bit more advanced in all fronts. So just more sensitive meters. Uh, more That's sensitive all it's meter. sounding like. More sensitive, like, um, data collection tools. And they also have a new uh, lab they're using to collect all the kind of all that uh, metric data. Oh, good. So not only will they know my browsing history, but they'll know my heart rate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Physical fitness. Yeah, exactly. And, okay, that's good. I wish Apple so knew have, more about my life. Yeah, so, so it'll be great. So you'll have random Apple employees just walking down the street and say, hey, I know you from your heart rate and your porn collection. Like, you know there's a correlation between your browsing history <laughs> and your heart rate. We think there's something connected. There's something there. <laughs> um, so, I mean, overall, it looks like another Apple Watch. If you really like Apple Watches, this is probably the one to buy. Mm-hmm. So uh, that means you're going to buy one, right? No. I, don't I thought you were big on the old uh, smartwatch. I love smartwatches, but I don't have an Apple product to oh, connect it with. Fair, but yeah. you have two Apple watches. No, I have two smart. I have three smart watch. No, four smart. Five smart. No, you have a lot more than that. But I don't have any Apple. We device. keep getting the deliveries here at the oh, office, oh, so yeah. <laughs> where the entire office is aware of your smartwatch obsession. Well, I, I'm waiting till the perfect smartwatch. I think this is close. This looks like Apple's put a lot of effort into it. It is the best-selling smartwatch, but compare that to like. Not many people buying it as a smartphone, and it's still not the same level mm-hmm. as buying like an Omega mm-hmm. or yeah. a Bulova or a Rolex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it worthwhile for somebody who is really invested in the whole Apple? I mean, yeah, I mean, that, like, like if you're if you're going to be buying a watch anyways, and you were going to say, well, I wanted a Rolex, mm-hmm. maybe this is, makes more sense. Yeah, uh, because Rolexes are nice, but they're just really good at keeping time and. And probably usually a great deal more expensive. Oh, Rolex is like then. five grand minimum, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for like a st- – this has that level of status to it. Mm-hmm. If you get like the higher-end ones, it has that kind of same kind of level of status. But it does connect to your Apple life, so that's kind of neat. Yeah. It do- they are expanding the, the splash ratings on this stuff. It works. So, if you're like uh, – they the demo they showed off was a woman on a paddle boat. Um, and so, she was talking – she was doing a phone call just talking to her watch on a paddle boat in like a, in the middle of a lake. So you could do that sort of thing. So you don't have to have your phone with you. So mm-hmm. you're on that lake. You need to call for help. You can. Oh, okay, man. But I was about <laughs> to make a really sarcastic comment of like being out in nature and really enjoying the stillness and the quiet, but you need your phone with you. Um, but yeah, I suppose if you were in trouble, yeah. Yeah, that's good to have. Or kayaking. Is it like waterproof that. though? It is waterproof, yeah. Okay. Because right. I would be like, I'm going out into nature. I The last thing I want is a Something I could no, break or lose. No, you can or you can go swimming with it. Okay. And they have like they did stuff to it, so um, the way it like all its me- uh, mechanisms work and the way its speaker works is it pushes water out, so it'll always keep itself dry. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So okay. 
goodbye to my rice pot of trying exactly controllers and so i mean overall if you wanted an apple watch this is the one to buy mm-hmm. but they are still having the apple watch series one available i think that was a like 200 bucks, something like that. Okay. Oh man, if people are buying them, why, yeah. why not sell them? It's, well, they are not keeping the Apple Watch Series 2 available, though, it seems. They're oh. replacing Series 2 with Series 3. That's so no, that, that's, a current, that's an Apple trend, though. Oh, yeah, they, I mean, the, the cheap one is cheap to produce. You keep doing it. The Series 2 is just a slightly less good version of this one, so you just move it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the um, Apple TV 4K, it's the apple tv with 4k there you go that's we're done that's it congrats to everyone one thing that is neat is if you bought movies on apple the apple store and they were like hd mm-hmm. and you buy the 4k they'll up res they'll make it so you have access oh, that's cool yeah so okay. if you bought them only on apple store purchases yes so if you bought any hd movies in the apple store you'll now have 4k versions oh that's cool if they have 4k equivalents yeah so that's, that's a neat little treat to people because I know very few stores do that. And they actually do charge more. Mm-hmm. What so do you think made them what, – what took them so long to jump on the that's, bandwagon? To be fair, I think that's what the biggest – most people are questioning right yeah. now is it's a little too little too late situation where you're like, ah, We're going to be great. on to the next big thing really yeah. soon, I'm sure. Exactly. Not bad. It's just a little late for everyone. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had the iPhone 8. Mm-hmm. Oh. So this is basically another surprise announcement yeah. that came out of nowhere. Um, so this is just the. Re- I'm sure our listeners can tell right now we're we're not mostly mostly we're not Apple people except I mean, for you who has. Quinn has. Your, I mean, I Mac- am reading my stuff off of my MacBook right now, but I mean, rah rah rah, you know, Apple sucks. <laughs> rah, how dare they? Um, so the new uh, iPhone 8 basically is better in every way than the iPhone 7. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's it's all iterative. So they they have um, better cameras, glass back now, um, better better cameras all around. Uh, the way they've just kind of improved everything. They've moved over to the A11 Bionic processor, yes. which is their new, more advanced processor that gives you the ability for AR. Has a thing for Metal, which is Metal's the new programming language designed for games, so they run faster. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, so really, you're, if you want, if you're buying an iPhone and you don't want to go for the newest and shiniest, this might be a way to go. Mm-hmm. They're they're basically $50 more than the old iPhone. Oh, that's so surprising it, for uh, yes. Apple. Then again, I suppose they're probably still selling them at a, yeah. or the 7 at a fairly exactly. high price. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not overly... If, you, if you're going to buy a phone and you don't buy the 7, buy the 8. Yeah. It's kind of the way to go. So maybe the 7 Plus, because the 7 Plus has that dual camera setup. You can get cheaper than you might be able to get the 8 for. But, eh. And there is an 8 Plus as well. There is yes. an 8 Plus, yeah. which is everything but the and the dual cameras that the 7 Plus is has. Is that all? Like, Is that what the Plus? The Plus means size, and it has double right, camera. Right, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Like the, yeah, like I think that process is the same. It's just... More screen in real estate. You have a bit more. It works more like a tablet, the kind of the way you can. Kind of like a note. Yeah, kind right. of like the note. And um, they have the dual camera setup. Mm-hmm. Which is great. I mean, I'm, yeah, I think they, they're, 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 their phones are known for their cameras. Like they've always had yeah. some of the best cameras. And, and I think Apple are doing a good job making good devices. Like yeah. I, I mean, I might be poo-poo on Apple every once in a while just because. It's just kind of more of that, but they I produce think, okay. very good that. They do. All joking yeah. aside, I think it's just more comfort. Like yeah. we've been using Android for a very. I know I've been using yeah. Android for a very long yeah, time. Me too. It's just 
one of those things that you happened onto when you first got your your first yeah. mobile and device. And you got used it. to yeah. it, right? I don't think they do make yeah. really good devices. Yeah. There's a reason why they have a following that they do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, they're fun to hate on, but I do. I love my MacBook. I can't yeah. complain yeah. <laughs> as much as I'd like to. <laughs> um, okay, so now the, the big, the big hotness yeah. is the new iPhone X or oh, iPhone 10. Ten. Yes, because it's been ten whole years of smartphones. But it's still weird because what's happening is nine just gonna be a lost iPhone, which is never. Yeah, gonna exist. no, they'll, they'll probably release the nine next year as like a throwback. It's still so weird. Okay, so the ten most details about the ten were kind of leaked prior to the event. So is that probably why they announced the ten? to begin with or no i think i think they were probably planning on yeah, doing it anyway think, yeah, they were because this is the 10 year anniversary so they wanted to make sure it got out there yeah. so the big things here are full screen like there are no buttons on the front of this phone mm-hmm. they have the little indent for the speed the, the speakers the notch, the, yeah the notch is a, some contention i'm reading yeah like, people aren't a fan of that it wouldn't even be something i would think about no. yeah but uh, people are not excited about that. So the notch uh, has a lot of tech in it just to man, just to deal with the fact that there's no buttons anymore. Yes. Uh, so there's no Touch ID anymore. So what you have instead is a facial recognition system that will map your face using IR and video, and then it. Yeah, it's like over 200 points yeah. or something. It and it determines and if it, yeah. you're the same person. But what if you grow a beard? Like, uh, there's, there's a lot of questions I have. Yeah, yeah but where, where, yeah, again, but something like that, I'm pretty sure they'll pick like things on like your, structural like, things. Yeah. Stru- it'll your have face. to be a, yeah. yeah, it'll have to be something like a, a stru- part structures that don't change over time. Like your bone structure doesn't but, necessarily but change over time. You can't see your through eye- a beard. Pardon? You can't see through a beard. And I break my nose a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I don't. Know. I, I mean, like, I haven't tried it. Um, people that have tried it said it works quickly, but it sometimes doesn't work. Well, it even looked like during the presentation, it didn't work the a, first yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of a struggle there when they were announcing it, which yeah. is always embarrassing. <clears throat> so, is, so do you think that kind of technology is going to be ready in time for release? You mean like two months? No. Oh, then no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I lived under a rock this week. I missed a lot of stuff. I'm just getting sort of gleaned information about what was going on here. Okay. <laughs> so beyond that, they're they're changing the way the UI works. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also, because it has all those sensors to determine your face, it has the really creepy ass. Yeah, the um, moving emojis. Yes, yeah, so you can send moving emojis to people by using your actual facial structure to make them do things. Like Which, so I mean, it looks as strange oh, your as it face- sounds oh. as well. Yeah. So you basically, it looks like you're like, um, you ever seen those videos where people are mapping their self to yeah. like video game character? It looks yeah, like, like that. kind of waving their hands and their arms yeah. around. And then their facial, you have to do over-exaggerated facial expressions to make but it work. That, well, that's, I think it's going to look hilarious on the, like, the TTC yeah. watching people just kind of doing all these dumb faces. <laughs> yes. thing. And half of the time, like for me personally, I'm, I'm lying when yeah. I send a smiley emoji yeah. most I'm of like the time. I don't look like that. <laughs> I'm not laughing and crying. I'm going to send a lot of meh face emojis <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah. Like, man, I'm yeah. so excited <laughs> for your baby. Be like, well, the emoji doesn't look like you're excited. <laughs> the emoji looks like you're really upset with the baby. Can we, can we send standard emojis for those of us who are facially uh, not inclined to? Yeah, what about all those people with the uh, resting bitch face? What yeah. are going to do? Bitch face emoji? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 4K video at 60 FPS, which is pretty nifty. I'm not sure, Brennan, if you know whether the 8 has that or not. Um, it was v- – they kind of – they rushed through all the specs so quickly. Yeah. I missed a lot. And I have the press release. I'm looking through them like, they all kind of just blend together what phone has what. I think the 8 
plus does. Okay. But don't quote me on that because the way they was all written, because it was like one press release of just all the specs. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a lot I'm of specs. I'm looking at a page right now, and it's just like that's a lot of information to go through, especially you know on a big stage like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know people who work in film and television who like religiously use iPhones specifically if they're in a case where they need to film something and they want it to still look good. Um, you know, they'll use their iPhone. 240 frame a second slow-mo. Yeah. Which is neat. I mean, slow-mo is something I didn't... I mean, slow-mo is something that people really have been using for the iPhone. Like, I've seen a lot of iPhone videos of them oh, doing slow-mo yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, especially in, like, uh, like the, you know, uh, skateboarding, snowboarding, yeah, yeah. sports industry. Like, it's huge for that. I mean, honestly, I think, I think Apple's done a good job of making a phone that has all the specs people want. But now the weird thing is they had to change the entire interface to deal with the fact the home button was such a major part of the iPhone. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's iconic. And now it's these weird, like, touch like, gestures. You swipe and, yeah, up and swipe halfway up. To halfway like, up to bring up the task manager mm-hmm. and, like, all the way up to go to the main desktop. And then the side push to kind of launch the sleep mode, but a whole push to do Siri I mean, having said that, muscle memory with a phone takes over pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, regardless of uh, the interface or what you're using. Oh, yeah. You know, after a week, you're doing it without even thinking oh, yeah. about it. It just, you have that first week of trying to figure it out, and that's when you're just kind of sitting there going, what do I do? How does this all work? Yeah, getting frustrated. And, mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't think this phone is going to be for people that are new to tech, and I don't think this is going to be for people that are take a long time to learn tech. Well, especially not for 1300 Canadian thirteen hundred Canadian. Yeah, that is a lot of money. I mean, you can get a you can pay rent for a thing. Yeah, <laughs> rent in Toronto for that. Okay, Sony had a, a when Sony had that uh, Xperia phone that when that came out the first time that was close. Really, it was yeah. very expensive to get it the first time, and the only reason why people were able to get it is because it was part of a lot of plans in, in yeah. Toronto. Oh, okay. So I mean, the Pixel was going for about a grand last year, Yeah, right? that's true. So, yeah. so, I mean, we're, we're at the age right now where phones are going to be that cost. Oh, and I mean, Apple knows people are going to pay oh, a premium for oh, yeah. their products. Like, why wouldn't you release, yeah. you know, also, a, a super high end? There's a lot of stuff in that screen. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, a lot of tech under that hood. Yeah. You can only produce it so cheaply and make a profit per phone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, yes, they could make it seven ninety nine, and they'd still make a little bit of profit. But their investors would then be saying, "Why didn't you just release it for hundred and two hundred oh, more?" For sure. And again, like people are going to buy it one yeah. way or yeah. the other. So yeah, why not? Do I think they're bad as a company releasing that price? No, they can release it for any price. They, they can release it for five grand if they want to. It's up to people to decide to pay. Totally. I mean, I'm not going to buy it, but if somebody has yeah. the money and they want it, like all power to them. And why it, not? you know, eventually they'll be come part of plans anyway. Oh, yeah. so I mean, it's, it's gonna give it a little bit of time. They're gonna know it's gonna become plans almost immediately, but there's also the fact that there was the rumor that they just don't have enough of those new screens they're doing for the phone mm-hmm. and all those other the tech well, in it's gonna take a while to get. So if they had everyone buying it at eight ninety nine they wouldn't be able to meet the demand. Exactly. And as you said, that tech is like it, it's new and it's yeah. going to be hard to kind of produce for a mass market. So it makes the most sense to put it price it like that. But um, any other interesting things that came out of the Apple um, conference? No game console yet. I mean, everybody yeah. every year is like, maybe <laughs> this is the year Apple's going to drop it. Uh, but they haven't. So. What are you talking about? Apple TV plays uh, Apple games, doesn't it? Their, their, their app store games and stuff. 
because you can do that, And right? you can use your cell phone as a, as, a as a controller. I don't know. I have no idea. I've had – the only time I've ever used an Apple TV was to, like, remote uh, something from, to, from my phone to a projector. So I used it I, to watch uh, Netflix for a two-year-old that I was babysitting. So, I mean, really, I was just watching Netflix on it. But <laughs> I thought it was cool, you yeah. know, but it's the same. So. It's the same. So – Cool. Um, let's since we don't have Phil here again today because he's still doing TIFF and hopefully I think he's back next week, right? Yeah. So next week, yeah. stay tuned because Phil's gonna have a lot of cool yeah. stuff. Oh, to talk about. all the stuff from TIFF. Yeah. Oh yeah. He actually t- uh, ye- uh, yesterday we put up his review for Mother, which we talked about a couple couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. Very divisive. Week? Um, but Phil mm-hmm. seemed to like it. Um, yeah. He's got some interesting things to say about yeah. it. Yeah. And he is a movie guy, though, and I think that kind of came across in his review that if you like that kind of surrealist, art housey weirdness, then you're going to love it. But for the casual film goer, perhaps not the movie for that. Yeah, makes sense. So, uh, yeah, he'll have stuff to say about that. Um, And stay tuned to Mm. CG Mag Online this week because we're going to have a few more things coming out Mm -hmm. of TIFF. That are that are coming up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we've got movie. Some movie news happened this week. J.J. Uh, Abrams was confirmed for directing uh, the new Star Wars. Yeah, yeah La- the Last Jedi, right? No, 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 no. that one's coming out in right. two months. Not the Last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars Ten. Star Wars Ten. Thank you very much. And people, I mean, I liked his Star Trek movies. So, yeah. I mean, no, I don't no. have... But then again, Lost was probably the most betrayed I've ever felt by a TV show. But he didn't write so. that. He just directed that. Oh, yeah. he produced it, I believe. Yeah. He directed he was some still, of it. I mean, yeah. I think Lindolf and... Um, Lindelof, yeah. Yeah, the, the other guy, name I can't remember off the top of my head, or were more responsible yeah. for that fiasco. But, I mean, I'm just going on what I'm reading online, and like people are not excited about uh, Mr. Abrams directing. Lots of lens flare jokes. Yeah. He, he does love that style. Eh, I mean, honestly, I don't think he's a bad choice. He did a he did a serviceable job for Star Star Wars Seven, so this one would be eight. Not no, the next this one's not. Next one will be nine. Ryan Johnson's doing eight. Okay, so he knew what people wanted to see for. Yeah, he um, he delivered what people wanted to see, and I think he did that fine. Yeah, so I I don't expect us to see anything that's going to be too controversially. Bad. But I it's just, Star Wars. People are yeah. going to see it and they're going to love it and hate yeah. it at the same time. It's the exactly. Apple of movies. About it, for you. it is the <laughs> Apple of movies. That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's going to sell huge and people are going to say they hate it even though they went and saw it three times. Exactly. They're like, it was such a bad movie. Why did they make the movie? Why do you have like stick of stubs coming out of your pocket? How many times you see it? I don't know. <laughs> I know people that went and saw Star Wars Episode One like three or four times. Oh, yeah. I know, lots, I know lots of people that. And then. A month after it out, like that movie was awful. Yeah, absolutely. And like you saw it like every day. Hindsight's twenty twenty, so yeah, I guess we'll see what it's like. Yeah. Um, however, uh, episode eight, Last Jedi, uh, people are pretty amped on Ryan Johnson yeah. and um, everything that we've seen from that so far looks pretty cool. So I am kind of interested in the fact that uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week the guy the the director they pushed out from episode. Yeah, I think because he had. Uh, he had a film that did not do too well. Uh, Which one? Recently, give me. He did Safety Not Guaranteed, right? Yeah. Which was great. I love that movie. And then he did a fun little indie movie. What else did he do? Was that did he do I had a whole list of it just recently. Was he the one that did Jurassic Park? Oh, he did Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah. Now we're all gonna look this up, right? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I <laughs> just saw you pick up your. Uh, I was checking. Your I wanted to see if there's any other news that happened while we're on podcast. Make sure we don't miss any of those hot takes. Those hot takes. Those hot. Do you have a hot take for us today, Brendan? While we're searching this up. I have no hot takes. There's no, There's nothing. Take a hot take of something. I just did the hot take of the Apple event. 
Do it. Do another hot take. I have no more hot takes to take. How about a hot take on hot takes? No. No. The Book of Henry. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, that's that's what I think a lot of um, his being dropped from Star Wars is mm. accredited to how poorly that movie... You mean that movie tanking horribly? Horribly, both critically, financially... Every um, aspect. Casually, like it just sucked and was terrible all around. So, so maybe Disney's like, maybe we shouldn't give him yeah, all the give, money in the world. Yeah, and, you know, the, realm, or the reigns to a franchise, yeah. the biggest film franchise, yeah. you know... Probably ever. So. They're probably like, that's not safe. We want to. We want to make sure we get. And yeah, J.J. Yeah, Abrams, while may not bringing anything new, at least he's a safe bet. He's fine. Yeah. You know, like, you know I, what I, you're getting with him. I don't mind Abrams. I don't. I think his off the beaten path stuff's far better than his mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I really like when he does the Cloverfield stuff. I really like the fact that he has these weird universes that make no sense. Absolutely, and a lot of AR like, uh, marketing yeah, and stuff what like about that. Fringe. Remember that show? Yeah. But I don't think he's bad. I just. He's safe. He's just, yeah, he's safe. He's safe. Exactly. I mean, yeah. guys, it could have been Michael Bay. It could have been, which would have been amazing. No, there'd be <laughs> too many upskirt shots, and I think there might be too many for Disney. There'd be like a giant, wild, like bikini, wet T-shirt party. Maybe in people the middle would of finally Onendor. start buying the he's Ray dead. action Sorry. figures yeah. if uh, Michael Bay directed it. Megan Fox is suddenly in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all Megan of a Fox. sudden, <laughs> she's she's the new Princess Leia, guys. <laughs> be or prepared. somebody you know, ten years younger yeah. than her, probably. <laughs> oh, the world's a horrible place. Yeah. All right, I think it's time we can take a break now and hear from our sponsors at Buns Podcast Network and Comic Bento. Man, I wish I could get new comics every month, but I'm broke and oddly always $5 short. Lame. Wait, five bucks short, you say? Well, I've got something special for you. What the hell was that? It's me, the discount ghost of Coupons Pass. Are you scared? What the f- Use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, to get $5 off your next Comic Bento subscription. So wait, if I use the code CGMEG, all in caps, all one word, I get $5 off my next Comic Bento? Yes, use the code CGMEG in all caps, all one word, and get $5 off your next Comic Bento. A whole $5, eh? Now that's scary. The Pixels and Ink Podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help you find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, homes for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Thanks, Buns Podcast Network and Comic Bento. You guys are just kind of the bee's knees. I, I sat down and listened to a lot of their ads recently, yeah. and they're they're just great. <laughs> they're just really funny. But, um, yeah, I love them. Okay, so, guys, what you been playing? I've been playing Destiny 2. And? Um, well, I'll be honest, I've never really played an MMO before. Okay. Um, I played Star Wars Galaxies when it came out, but... Because I had never played an MMO, I had no idea what was is going Destiny on. Is Destiny really an MMO? It's more of just... Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, everybody's sh- on there. They're playing concurrently. There's, you know, raids. So I think it's an MMO. But again, what do I know? Because I'm clearly not very well wor- bel- bleh, very well versed in the specifics of the genre. But as a shooter, um, which I've played a lot of over the years, um, it's a blast. Like yeah. It feels like a bungee game, a million percent. Um, it's super pretty, even though I'm just... I'm probably playing it on, like, the weakest version on the PS4. No, I, I think the PS4 imagine. is one of the... Be- I think the Xbox One is the le- least looking one. Oh, really? Yeah. <coughs> oh, 
on that uh, that new 4K TV, and I'm I'm really loving it. It's it's a fun game, and I'm gonna start playing online with people, which I never do. So you enjoy no, that's it? that's exciting. Yeah, I was watching you go through our our. Uh, our, our work chat and uh, did you manage to unlock your subclass? I did, yeah. I did. Honestly, so what did it happened you... like right afterwards. Oh, okay. So it just shows up. Oh, okay. Like it, yeah, it randomly happened, and then you have to complete you know x amount yeah. of events to uh, to unlock it, and then you go from there. But I've been saving all my points. Yeah. So I got to dump them all in right away, which is fun. And Neat. so, what class are you playing? I'm playing the warlock class. Just so like okay. the magic user. Type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I always play casters in um, like traditional. Like medieval yeah, yeah. RPGs, so I want you know somebody that can throw big, heavy area of effect spells and mm-hmm. and things like that. And you know the the loot whore in me is loving too, like the random drops. Mm-hmm. As much as like on paper, I hate that because it's so easily monetized with loot crates and yeah, microtransactions. Are there many? Stuff, mi- but are there many microtransactions in the game? Um, from what I understand, they're mostly cosmetic, oh, that's not bad. Uh, which is fine with me. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not like pay to win type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, really grinds my gears. But it is fun. Like even if it's like a you know all of a sudden this gun does two more damage. That's yes, you get that little endorphin yeah, yeah. rush like Diablo. Yeah, yeah uh, that's why I played Diablo. Exactly. Like, this like, gun has a. It, this is a slightly different stats. Yeah, it's literally yeah. slightly L- different. Playing the exact like same point, riff, and then you got to put it on right away. <laughs> yeah, fifty times in a row with the exact same start and end. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I finally have a sword that does slightly more damage than before. Slightly. <laughs> Time to play a harder rift. So the gameplay is basically <laughs> the exact same. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm digging Destiny. I'm having a good time That's with awesome. it, and it's fun to kind of be on like what's trendy because I yeah. feel like I'm behind a at lot all times. Yeah. in video games these days, so. I feel you there. I'm uh, well. When I get to my game, yeah, I feel find out how behind. But I just before we get into that, I, Brendan, you talked to the guys on yeah, the Destiny I, team. So I what talked. Did, to, I talked to the, which will go up next week. Uh, an interview I did with the uh, art director. Yeah, oh, cool. and just talking about. They wanted to create a game that had the feel of the original Destiny, but kind of took it in a different direction, brought in more fantastical elements to the game. Mm-hmm. So they talked about more lush environments. Um, in the first game, things kind of felt samey after a while. Fair enough. They really wanted to kind of move that away and make it so every place you go feels different. Well, they you each have the whole solar system. Exactly, I mean. yeah. So they wanted to make each place you go have unique feels. Mm-hmm. So you go to, like, a moon, you'll have a sensation of one thing. You go to a lush green planet, you'll get something else. You go to an ancient ruined planet, you'll see all these ruins and kind of be able to work with that. Well, I've only been on the like Earth and then yeah. Titan yeah. so far in the game. Like I'm, I'm not very far in it, but like, yeah, very different. Earth has yeah. a like kind of a post-apocalyptic, yeah. lots of green and decaying buildings, mm-hmm. and Titan's just big, vast oceans yeah. and uh, definite different feel between the two and i'm sure there's a lot more I'm, I'm still pretty early on so and i think that's where they're kind of going with it where they wanted to make a game that was felt more open mm-hmm. more vast and and kind of deliver the promise that the first destiny kind of had mm-hmm. that never really was answered well people seem to be digging it man like yeah. everybody i know um Everyone I know is playing it. And yeah. I have so many people in the industry. Even, like, you know, guys my age with kids who yeah. don't really play video games as much anymore are all playing it. So. Like, I know a lot of people at Ubisoft play it, and they have, like, their own little guilds. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It is kind of neat. I think, overall, it's it's living up to the promise that people were hoping it would. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. Which is well, great. It but definitely more? feels epic and fantastic. Yeah. See, that's great. That's, I, I really want to jump into it for that reason. But was w- why are sales down, then? They're not really down. It's but they're not the same, not what they were expecting. It's because they want... Okay, when the first Destiny hit, they thought it would be the biggest game since Halo. Like, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. 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 
So when it, people wanted this game because they thought it was the next Halo, so everyone bought it because it was on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, oh, it's not Halo. I don't really know what this is. And they lost people. So they, they basically everyone that they kept from the first game has brought over. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that they, those a few people that were, oh, this isn't what I want, they didn't yeah. want the second one. So do you think after this one, by the time they have more DLC for it, that they'll increase their audience? Well, will, I, I, they, will it bring back those people that picked up for the first time thinking it was Halo, then putting it away? Will they come back to it based on like, <sighs> the kind of popularity that it's generating? I think if they if the marketing ca- stays up, they have that kind of fun marketing campaigns they have going on that yeah. are just kind of ridiculous. They're great. And They're really. I think um, they keep the kind of the community excited. I think they're going to draw people back in. People that were like, oh, I don't want more Destiny. Then they hear all their friends back into well, Destiny. Well, they drew me in and yeah, I didn't exactly. play the first one. So and I, I think they've made it so it's kind of, they've kind of clean slated it. So even if you mm-hmm. didn't play the first one, you can jump in here and say, oh, yeah, I, I know what's going on. Yeah. I, I was, there was this weird guy came to the planet, gave us powers, and now he took it away. Okay, yeah, I'm, you I'm definitely good. don't feel like I needed to have played the first game no. to enjoy this one. Which and is th- great because I think I'd rather just jump into this one. It yeah. just seems like... More people I know are playing it for one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. I really, if I'm gonna play a game, I want to play with people it's I know. It's FOMO. It's video game FOMO. Yeah, yeah. seriously. So I, I think overall, I think it, it is living up to the hype everyone wanted it to. Yeah, cool. That's really great. What have you been playing, Lise? I uh, have gone back into the library, finally getting a chance to sit down, uh, and I s- picked up uh, XCOM Two. A uh, game I am a huge. I loved. That's great. I loved XCOM, like the original game. Uh, from back in the day, which I played, you know, later on in life, and then uh, XCOM, the Enemy Within, or whatever the re-release, yeah. which I loved, and I've loved XCOM too. It's tactical and punishing, and uh, are you enjoying it? I love it. I'm having such a good time. I honestly started. <laughs> I honestly started playing the game because of a friend of mine who was playing it, and like decided to create character. I didn't realize there was a character customization thing. That's basically what sold me. All right. So he started creating characters of all of our friend group and like posting. And he made this amazing badass picture of me, which I'm going to have to post. You're going to see this. It's amazing. Okay. So I got the narcissist in me decided I need to play this game so I can play, you know, this character. That was your sole reason. (laughs) That was really it. It's because I'm extremely vain. Tactical combat. Yeah. (laughs) No, but anyway, um, I, uh, I picked it up and I just, I like tactical games to begin with. Um, so uh, it was very different than what I'm used to. I'm again, I'm I'm the JRPG person, so right, right. I'm used to like JRPG tactics, like Final Fantasy tactics, mm-hmm. and like uh, uh, Disgaea and Disgaea, sorry, and like a b- bunch of other stuff like that. Isn't Disgaea? It's a tactical. I mean, I guess it's it a is. tactical. Um, oh, trust me, I know that one. <laughs> uh, I spent a lot of time on that one. But anyway, so yeah, the thing that kind of took me, like, I like the gameplay. I love that it was really diverse and not terribly diverse in the sense that there's a million different classes you had to pick from right at the beginning. I could learn four basic classes and then get more as I discover more things. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, it threw me how committed you had to be to whatever move you make and how blind you were for some of these moves. So like when I'd once you, okay, so you could do up to two at the beginning, you can do up to two um, moves within your grid, right? So if you make your one move and you can see around you and you can actually plot to see where you your moves would stop and all that, that was fine. I could see where I could move, but I couldn't see where abilities stopped. And that bothered me because obviously from the JRPG standpoint, like you, you can see everything that you can do and mm-hmm. you can get yeah. that kind of thing. Like I know my range of attack, but I had this sniper and I really wanted to utilize them in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. And I moved them and then all of a sudden I couldn't find how to do... Like if if I, I, I 
became too close to snipe yes. or out of view to snipe and i was just like but how do i figure this out like am i missing something trial or? and error man that's oh. why like uh and the load times they got fixed yeah when that oh, game first oh the yes the so, load so. times were horrendous and that's a game where i would reload as soon as i screwed one move yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm starting the mission over yeah um and yeah god those load times were brutal so, so you're slow. lucky that you jumped in late cause yeah i mean they're still slow <laughs> they're not great mm-hmm. but it was not like I wasn't waiting for like a year to load up my mm. new yeah. games, and I'm the kind of person who I don't want any of my characters to die. I'm very yeah. committed to protecting. Oh, my especially entire in party. a game like that, when you yeah. if if you don't kind of diversify your squad mm-hmm. and kind of keep training new rookies, mm-hmm. well, that's ex- you have four people who are level whatever they yeah. die, and then all of a sudden you're playing the hardest missions yeah. with brand new characters, and you just get absolutely like your ass kicked. Yeah, yeah and I'm I'm having a hard time figuring out because of the time that you have to do things. Like oh, like the days? The days yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So grinding has been uh, something I've had to kind of readjust my my way of thinking to. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, it's, there's nothing quite like it. I mean, there are a lot of similar games, but it definitely does its own thing yeah, in a it, lot of it, respects. It's very unique, and I'm really glad I picked it up, and I can't wait to... I'm really just kind of doing this so I can go through to the expansion. Yes. I've heard there's some amazing things happening there. And uh, so hopefully in a... I don't know how many hours does it take me to be. I know one year you, uh, Brendan Fry, you played XCOM for Extra Life for twenty four hours. Yep, and you beat two campaigns. You said right? Yeah, I beat it twice. You beat it. Tw- you beat the game. Well, rather, twice. I got to the end once. Uh-huh. And what happened with what happened? Quinn mentioned where you had like only rookies because I flagrantly didn't care what happened to my people. So I I was just going through the missions like, oh, they all died. Whatever, just get, get it. New ones. Roll new ones. Yeah. But that happened just the mission before. The last mission. Oh, where you're committed through the yeah. whole. Yeah. Yeah. Like so you're like, stuck with what you got. And I'm like, oh, goody. I have like six rookies to do this <laughs> entire mission with. And I think I had one veteran, but they were wounded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, this sucks. This is great. I yeah. Hate- I don't like that. The wounded people yeah. get taken out. And then oh. they, you know they're there and it's like eight days and you're like, okay, roll a day, roll a day. <laughs> oh, looks like the aliens intercepted your craft and you have to fight them. You're like, no, <laughs> they're not. They're still All my good guys are hurt. I can't do this. Better reload, you know, a month previous yes. and start over again. So that's what happened with me. So I did the entire mission. I did the entire game, got to the last mission, and I physically couldn't do it. Like, oh, sometimes, yeah, it's just impossible. If you don't play uh, the beginning of the game right, the end yeah. game becomes, like, uh, impossibly difficult. Although I did love, I got to the end of the game and something borked when I first got to that last section where they're, like, in this command center and they're like typing away and they're like we found the alien blah 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 mm-hmm. but they were all there's a scene with this like reactor or something like that the, the scene didn't switch over right so we had people on computers sitting in the middle of this nuclear reactor <laughs> the scenes, it was used in game engine or whatever so it like it didn't change scenes it's definitely a, a janky yeah. glitchy game so then I had people walking in from side of the reactor to talk to them walking <laughs> like this is weird yeah I, I did experience a little bit of jank here and there with oh some I had characters like, like enemies would completely disappear yeah. or like you know bits and pieces of walls would yeah. come out of nowhere yeah, yeah whatever but it, it adds to the charm it, it, it makes it, it's what made XCOM such an exciting experience because it was. <laughs> was it because of the jank? Oh no! The original games were janky as hell. Yeah. Like the uh, XCOM see, UFO enemy unknown, UFO unknown. X. Uh, it was. Oh yeah. UFO defense. No. That was the first one. Yes. Like the, the 1990s. And then it was Terror from the Deep. And those games were janky. Um, so there was parts in those games where you like your men would just like explode and then jump on top of things and you couldn't get them down. <laughs> like, oh, oh. It was, yeah, it was a UFO enemy. Unknown yes, that's it. Was the first one. And yeah. so that one, so I remember playing a mission. Like, I think I got to the last mission of that one, 
the original yeah. original mm-hmm. XCOM. Yeah. And there was an explosion and it made my guy like pop up. It popped up a level, but it was at an area where he wasn't supposed to be, so he could not move again. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's great. Well, that's <laughs> it. He's stuck there now forever. Yeah. Until you finish the mission. But no, because you had to get them all to your, spa- your jump yeah, ship to, to get, get them, them out. Right so I'm like, oh, I guess he's gone. <laughs> See, isn't it good when a game, even if a game is that has that many technical issues with yeah. it and it, you still enjoy playing it and you're still willing to like put the time oh, towards sure. it. Oh, yeah. And then there's like, like big AAA beautifully polished blockbusters just, that you're like, well, this is so boring. And exactly. Yeah. It's gorgeous and I know there's yeah. a lot of work and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, but, but I don't want to play I it. I want to just go back to my janky game. Whereas a game that takes <laughs> yeah. like 45 minutes to load a level and yeah, you know, exactly. random things happen that can break the entire game and you're like, I love it. I'll still play yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Brenton, uh, do you play anything recently? No. I have no? not playing any. No. I am... So behind because I had all these articles to write from Gamescom mm-hmm. that I think they're almost done now. They're probably I, I was just I did I, I should don't, actually don't you don't you lie. No. Yeah, I'm still behind on mine too. It's okay. Uh, no, actually, <laughs> most, I I just got them all transcribed today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Uh, but You're I want I do want I, I do want to talk about Need for Speed because I just did the preview for that and that'll be going early next week. Okay. But I did want to talk about the fact that that game, like writing my preview and just going over what that game got right. They basically have said, screw it, to being realistic. They said, we want fast cars, and we want the stupidest story humanly imaginable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they did it. Makes sense for Need for Speed, where cops yeah. are driving, you know, brand new Ferraris yes. and stuff. Um, it basically made it feel like what you'd expect from a Fast and the Furious. Yeah. If this was called Need for Speed, Fast and the Furious, it wouldn't need to change a beat other than the fact that the main character would be like some Talking rel- about their family. Yeah, just, uh, We're all family, guys. They're all, We're family. Everyone We're family. in the game is ridiculous. Um, if they had a tie-in for, for uh, Fast and the Furious, it would be perfect. Well, it man, is, I mean... Yeah, they got to get on that. That series That's, has proved that people want that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. They don't want serious, hard, no. gritty, you know. No. They want over-the-top ridiculousness. So, like, the mission I played was... I played two missions. One mission was I was racing the fastest car in the world in a race, and then you decide to steal it halfway through the race. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get that Going gap. off. Yeah, then you, you run away from the cops in the fastest car in the world with, I think it was, like, 1,600 horsepower. You know, sounds pretty strong, I guess. Um, So then you get away, and then your partner betrays you and steals the car from you, but then the guy you were working for gives you another chance to get back at them. That definitely (laughs) sounds like a Fast and the Furious movie. Absolutely. If you had Vin Diesel reading what you just said, you know, you could lay it over the track, and it would be the same thing. Um, Then the other mission I played, we were trying to steal something from this truck, and you're just like taking out their like protective bodyguard by like knocking them off the road in your BMW 5 series. <laughs> Which managed to have more armor on it than the cars that you were playing. Because yeah. I remember I played that one too. Yeah. Uh, Which is like was, literally the opening of the first Fast and the Furious yeah. yes. where they steal it's, those it's, TVs with the VCRs yes. in them. Um, yeah, that's that. No, DVD players. Come on now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, uh, those are worth money now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then there's the point where... They, uh, you're on this, you're following this truck, and the truck decides to be just go crazy and start dropping barrels of like oil. On you. <laughs> Guys, you know every truck driver has those just yes. in case they get robbed by a Fast and the Furious type gang yeah. with super sports cars. Yes. Well, they've got to have some sort of way to protect yeah, themselves. So, I mean, dairy truck. So, so this truck's barreling down the road, blowing things up, and smashing into other cars as you're chasing them down. So. It is stupid. But fun? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, super fun. They managed to get this driving model that feels 
realistic enough so you have weight to the car, mm-hmm. but it's so easy to control that you're driving the fastest car in the world and you don't need to use the brake to make a turn. So not like Gran Turismo levels no, no, of no. technical. This is just you want to drive a fast car, have it feel like you're driving a car, but have none of the skill needed. Very forgiving. Yeah. 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 But should we wrap up there? Yeah, cool. I think that's it. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you would like to hear more or uh, – hold on a second. No? Let's do that again. <laughs> Anyway, if you want to hear more like this uh, or read more about some of the things that we've been talking about today, you can check us out online at cgmagonline.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cgmagonline. Brendan, you have Twitter, right? What's your Twitter? B426. And Quinn, still no Twitter? No Twitter. Ever? Nope. Probably not. You do have a Twitter account. I know I have one. I just haven't used it. Uh, It just, it angers the blood. That's fair. So no Twitter for Quinn. Uh... But uh, you can follow me at Lisa Awesome with no E's. You can also follow us on Facebook at CG Magazine. Or sorry, Comics Gaming Magazine on Facebook. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at CGMagOnline.com. You can like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast network or Apple iTunes, which is probably where you found this. Or on SoundCloud. Please comment. Well, SoundCloud's still alive. Well, SoundCloud is still there. I really uh, enjoy that. Um, Yeah. Sad. Yeah, they're great. They're great. We're going to miss you, SoundCloud. We love you, SoundCloud. We We're love sorry. You. Anyway, thanks again, bon- Buns Podcast Network and uh, Comic Bento for sponsoring us. And from everyone here at CG Magazine, have a great weekend. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye.